ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Final hour of the night. It's live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. We're hanging out in the Victory Casino Cruises.com studios. Home of the only legal sports book in Central Florida. You can get in touch with the show at 844-225-5580. Text is 21232. Also on Twitter at ESPN5. Nick and at the Jerry Daniels. we got a big action-packed hour here. Yeah. Uh, Tim Tebow played in a minor league all-star game last night. I don't want to talk about Tebow. No. I actually want to talk about the way the game was decided and whether or not we want to so see awesome. this in Major League Baseball. They We're did not a hitting contest. Now. No. They did a hitting contest. That's coming up later in the show. It's the best PK I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, kind of a a non extra innings thing. They yes. did. A, they they in essence did kind of a home run contest um, to finish the game to Actually finish determine the, game. the winner. Yes, in that tie game after nine innings. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up. We'll get into uh, the Orlando Magic and summer league. Actually, they're in summer league action. I think it's right now. Does it not start at seven o'clock tonight? I believe it does. Seven or is it late night? time. Oh, that's right. It's late night. That's right. It's 10 o'clock tonight. So they'll be in tonight. Uh, Jonathan Sharks joined uh, Scott Inez. Uh, he wrote that article for The Ringer. Great interview. On uh, on uh, Jonathan Isaac. For some reason, I thought I was going to be talking to him. Yeah, I know. I thought you did, too. <laughs> I may or may not have uh, I may or may not have traded our interview with Jonathan Sharks. To you Scott know, there's a little bit of backside uh, inside on our show. So I actually my phone died today for whatever reason. So I came in for the two thirty. If I had a dollar every time your phone died, by the way, I I wouldn't have to work here. So I came in. And uh, he's like, oh, I texted you. You're not supposed to no come interview. in. You know, no interview. I didn't want you to know that I traded the interview. So so I'm like going to leave, but I had to go say hi to one of the suits. And so I came back over. Who's on the line? Yeah, Jonathan Sharks. <laughs> I thought I had that set. Well, you know what? I have Allie Peak. Allie Peak's on the line with us. She's our Gator Insider. She knows everything that's happening in Florida college football as well. Heck, knows a lot more than Kyle Israel. Who it's like a day, I'm like a day trader kinda, here, okay? I've got to take money from trader. one business to another business sometimes. <laughs> Allie, a couple things I wanted to kind of hit you up with. One is tickets for the Eastern League All-Star game went from $22 to $146 on the secondary market when Tim Tebow's name as a fill-in for Gallera uh, was announced this past week. He was hitting Guerrero. ninth. I know, Vladimir it's Guerrero more, it's more, Jr. It's more exotic no, for But me no one say. knows what you're saying. Vladimir Guerrero. Just, you, just, you, you humming <laughs> into the microphone does not really give anyone any information. So uh, with him out, Tim Tebow got the ninth spot designated hitter. Uh, actually doubled uh, at his first at-bat and then decided to go zero for three after that. But um, is this a click? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is this almost Rocky Horror Picture Show? Is Tim Tebow the Rocky Horror Picture Show of modern sports? You know, I, I am. That's an analogy that I would never ever have. <laughs> I actually don't understand it. Oh, Rocky Horror went on for years oh, okay. as a ticket okay, movie. No, I, get it. I was trying to fit him because into, the same yeah. thirty people would go see it and squirt water in the air with an umbrella in the movie theater for thirty years. Honestly, I don't think that that's what's going on here. I don't think it's the same group of people that travel the country to watch Tim Tebow play. <laughs> like deadheads. There are a lot of people, right? Like, oh, what would you what call them? Oh, what would Tim Tebow deadheads be? Yeah, what's the Tim Tebow deadhead kind of parrot head group here? We got to come up with a name for these people. Yeah. Well, we will come up with a name for that. But to answer your question, no, I think people just like a feel-good story. And Tim Tebow is the good guy winning. And I think that that is 
appealing to the masses. That's something you want to take your seven-year-old son to and show him, look, look at this guy. One dream ended. He came up with another one and he's succeeding at it. I, you want Tim Tebow to win. And I think there's even people that, you know, are fans of his rival teams in college that now want to see him win because it represents good. The funny thing is, is we, uh, you know, he, he was interviewed actually after the all-star game. And the other thing that's funny is, is that he's almost obnoxiously infectious. He is. I yeah. wanted you to hear this here, audio here. here yeah, this is Tim Tebow. It felt really good. I thought the game was really fun too. I had a really fun feel and pace to it. I think all the guys really enjoyed it. I know my first at bat, I was so trying to ambush the first pitch. And he even laughed and was like, you thought I was going to throw at you a fastball? Like, of course, I'm going slider first pitch. I knew you are hacking. And so it was just a lot of fun like that. Yeah, does it mean or is he? That's a thirty-year-old. He sounds like he's twenty-two. Uh, that's a good point. I forget he's thirty. He, well, I know, I forget that he's that age because that makes me even older. But he, he is so <laughs> passionate about what he does. I actually told my dad a few minutes ago that I was going to talk to you guys, and he was telling me about the first time that he saw Tim Tebow at practice in Florida. And he said it was only his second practice ever in pads, and he remembers him like running into the huddle and fully taking control. And he said he was like jumping up and down and slapping linemen on the head and, you know, going nuts in there. And he said he remembers thinking, oh, my God, this is a 17-year-old freshman. Remember, he came in early to do spring brawl at Florida. So this is a a old kid that just walked in and took complete control, but in a way that doesn't make other players feel less than or stepped on. And I think that that's something that his his own teammates but also his opponents appreciate. Talking to Allie Peak, she's our Gator Insider. Um, Allie, we're going to be doing a celebrity golf tournament here in the uh, the fall, and one of the uh, one of the holes we're going to have a, a kicking thing where you have to kick like tic tac toe or whatever, uh, like Nikki Football did at the uh, the Pro Bowl Championship uh, Pro Bowl skills, skills challenge, challenge down there at, at ESPN that. Wide World of Sports. So bad. At um, that. how hard is it going to be for our average listener to come out there and and play tic tac toe with a football? I will say way harder than they think that it's going to be. I think everybody thinks, you know, a, a kicker in college or the NFL, this is a, a what a, the fan views as a chip shot. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I should have put my pads on and gone out there. I would have made that. And it's very different than I think the average person perceives it to be. Should we make people wear pads on the course? <laughs> I mean, I think you're going to have... It'll hurt the pace of play. Well, out pads, but... Yeah, that would be a little difficult. Where do they change to take them off? Yeah, that's probably going to be the problem. You want that many shirtless men on the course? No, I definitely. And if I'm out there, a hundred percent, don't want men the shirtless men. Yeah, if you're out there. All right, couple questions here. <laughs> Our question of the night was: uh, athletes that make us the most numb to their success. We were actually talking individuals. A lot of the names that were out there were Clay Thompson, Clayton Kershaw, um, Ichiro Suzuki, Larry Fitzgerald. But if we were to name a position. That is most taken for granted for, most numb to the abilities of that position. Is it the NFL kicker? Probably, yeah. Uh, kicker or, you know, I would like to say punter just because I'm slightly biased. Yes, but, sure. You know, I don't think anybody really cares who the kicker is as long as they are doing what they are supposed to do. I think they take all of the heat when it doesn't go their way. And, and 
if you don't know much about kicking, you probably think that every single time one gets missed, it is the kicker's fault. There's a lot of mechanics that go into it before it ever gets to the kicker's foot that I think that are, is kind of lost on a lot of people. But, yeah, I mean, the kicker, nobody, nobody cares about them unless they're terrible, and then you want them off their team. Talking to Allie Peak, our Gator Insider. Now we go into Gator Talk. Um, real quick, as we lead into uh, preseason here, into the August doldrums of dog days of summer, uh, what news is breaking out of Gainesville? What can you leak to us? Well, leak, I don't I don't know anything too juicy, although I do know <laughs> that the competition is heating up. And I have been told by multiple people inside the locker room that the feel is totally different. And that's such a... I don't know, a wishy-washy thing to say, I, I feel like, because we don't know until they take the field. But it seems like the attitude is different there. I got that feeling even just being around a little bit, very little bit during the spring. Um, obviously, the big news is that Tim Tebow is going to be inducted in the Hall of Fame, which is a no-brainer. He just had to be five years removed from the field before it could be possible. Um, so they will honor him at the LSU game the same night they're honoring the 2008 National Championship team. So that will be a very cool thing. But I think way more important than that is, will Urban Meyer get in? Ooh. Oh, I love that question. <laughs> I didn't even well, have this. Wow, Allie, that's good. You, you know, the criteria is very specific, and one of them is that you coach a national championship. But there's this little clause that say you must be in good standing with the institution. Ooh. He reneged on a million-dollar pledge to a, um underprivileged child scholarship program at U.S. So I don't well, know. He was he sick, is. wasn't he? Wasn't he sick? Didn't he get ill there at the end of his career there up in Gainesville? At UF, well, does that make you not have to write the million-dollar check? Is that how that works? Yeah, then, wow. So it'll be interesting to see how serious UF takes that because, you know, two national championships. Uh, Steve Spurrier obviously gets in on hitting, you know, most of the criteria. All right, so I have, an old, I have a question for you. What's a better chance, T.O. shows up in Canton or Urban Meyer shows up in Gainesville? Uh, that is a wonderful question that maybe that neither shows up neither. I doubt UF does it until Urban Meyer retires, if they do it at all. But I'll be interested to see if it actually happens, because there's a lot of hurt feelings towards the guy that did bring him two national titles. Allie, that's a great question. I think Jerry and I are going to mull that over just a little bit. Appreciate, appreciate you She's joining us. She's always so good. Yes, yes, she is. And we will catch you up with you as we get, what, 47 days yeah, away yeah, from college yeah. Sorry we gave season. you some time off there, yeah. Allie. Thanks for the time, Allie. Have a great day, guys. Always good. Allie Peak, uh, our Gator Insider. I didn't even think of that. Let's, let's chew on that coming up yeah, next. So yeah, Tim yeah. Tebow's headed into the Ring of Honor for yep, the Florida yep. Gators. Uh, they will induct him in October. I called it the Circle of Honor like six times. Yeah. <laughs> It's a ring of honor, right? Yeah, it's a ring. Yeah, of ring. Honor. It's kind of like a circle, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah. Will Florida put Urban Meyer in the ring of honor when time comes? 844-225-5580. That's 844-225-5580. The text is 21232. Would you put Urban Meyer in? You could text us 21232. It's live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. So will the University of Florida put Urban Meyer into the Ring of Honor? Tim Tebow is headed in in October when the Gators play LSU, when they honor that 2008 National Championship team. Allie Peek was just on with us, our Gator insider. Uh, she threw out the question. I think it's an interesting one. Urban Meyer, whenever it's appropriate, I guess, when he's done at Ohio State, they wouldn't do it while he was at Ohio State. There's They'll no way it. he's doing it in Ohio. They won't do and it while he's at Ohio State. And then she threw in the million-dollar Yeah, that default. was the other thing. I, I had not heard that story. <laughs> you heard that story? No. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunowitz, Nikki Football. This is live, local, and loud here on ESPN 580. I love dirt. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, Allie peeked through in that story there where she said she said Urban Meyer, I guess, went back on his word, a million yeah. dollar donation to a charity up there yeah, in Gainesville. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's some sore feelings Sick about children, that. Sick children, too. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about you don't, this. I you, can't corroborate that. You, I'm, I'm I don't know anything I'm about not, it. Well, I, if, I understand. If it's happened. Good. I'm glad. You don't do that, that to dogs and you don't do that to children. <laughs> So it may be old people. Let, let me ask you this, okay? Because Urban Meyer's resume yeah. at the University oh, of Florida. Oh, he deserves to be in. You take Utah out of it, you take Ohio State out of it, all that stuff. Just at the University of Florida, okay, is college football Hall of Fame worthy. You know, 100%? football Hall of Fame, whatever yeah, you want to call be, it. He'd be enshrined in Atlanta. He would, yes. Um at some point the University of Florida needs to put Urban Meyer in the ring of honor. At some point, you you look at Does the record. Does he die? Is it posthumous? He went, Is it Pete Rose? Posthumous. Posthumous? Posthumous. I thought it was posthumous. No, posthumous. Posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. <laughs> well, he's posthuman, right? My he's good not human po- anymore, Posthumous. <laughs> That's a new one for you. <laughs> posthumous. <laughs> Do they put him in? Is it a posthumous <laughs> enshrinement? Posthumous. <laughs> Wow, that sounds morbid. Posthumous. <laughs> well, they should change. Morbid. My goodness, it is morbid. Posthumous. <laughs> Jerry is hooked on phonics. You put the wrong emphasis <laughs> on the wrong syllable there, Gerald. Uh, you definitely did. Posthumous. So does does Urban Meyer go in posthumously? Yeah. Does he go in <laughs> posthumous? Whilst, yeah. Um, you need a minute there. You okay? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, you look at the University of Florida. I might need a minute. <laughs> He goes 65 and 15, 80 yeah, games, yeah, yeah. six years at the University of Florida, 65 yeah, yeah. and 15. Uh, that's an 81 win percentage, five and one in bowl games. He won the two national championships uh, at the University of Florida in 2008 and in 2006. And listen, I get there are hard feelings with the way it ended for Urban Meyer, the way that he left after 2010. Uh, under health concerns, and people thought that he was done. <laughs> Can you do air quotes and say that yeah, again? Health concerns, I'm sorry. <laughs> and everyone thought that he was done and maybe yeah. going to hang it up. Yeah. That he was done coaching. Yeah. It's It's been it's been eight years since he was at the University of Florida. Uh, All along, someone in Ohio said, hey, hey, we're firing this guy. How do you like this? Like He's been he's now been at Ohio State longer long. than he was at longer. Or longer. Seven years, an extra year. He's been wow. at Ohio State. I, are they take, I guess they're taking into account here that he was, I'm sorry, just as long. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, just as long. Six seasons um, at Ohio State. Similar success. Very, very similar success. In fact, he's 73-8 and eight at Ohio State. He has the one college football championship, the first yeah. playoff championship, uh, and has been... In the college football playoff, I think. But two you would times. take a lesser regular season record with an extra national championship. No, of course, of course. But uh, at some point, like the the hard feelings and stuff, time heals all wounds. Urban Meyer are going, they going to? Urban Meyer's going to. Who the Who gets of in first, Muschamp or Meyer? That'd have been a great question for Muschamp's never going in. Really, no, never. He had some success. Muschamp at the University of Florida. Yes, absolutely he not. He had success there. He won the Eastern Conference for the SEC. What? I'm. I'm. I think two years. Didn't he win you, the SEC? Eastern? You're you're out of your mind if you think Will Muschamp is going into the Ring he of was, Honor. He was until the incident with the fake in the fake death threats, right? That wasn't Will Muschamp. No, no, that, that was, was Jim McElwain. That was McElwain. That was the other guy that looked exactly yeah, 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 the same yeah, yeah. and had very similar success. Which one was on the shark? McElwain was on McElwain the shark. McElwain was on. That was a mess. The McElwain <laughs> thing was a mess. Muschamp had some success. No. Will Mus- so, Will Muschamp- so McElwain doesn't get in either? Will Muschamp was at Florida two fewer years 
as as Urban Meyer. Yeah. And he lost six more games. Yeah, I know. As Urban but it was Meyer. still successful. Uh I, how successful do you call twenty eight and twenty one in four seasons? Yeah, they're not going. Didn't there. win a national championship. He did go. He did go two and one in bowl games, though. What about what about the uh, the, the naked straddler? No, no, we're not even addressing that now. I, like now, it's just that's a little <laughs> ridiculous. Okay, there's no way there is. No I think way. Urban Meyer gets in. Urban Meyer gets, but in. it might be posthumous. <laughs> posthumous. Eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. That's eight four four two two five fifty five eighty. The text is two one two three two. That is two Ooh, one two three two. Really I, we're not reading now. that text. I know. I saw it. I'm not reading that text. Okay, texter. I appreciate the story. Thank you. I can't read that. I can't read that. That's posthumous too. Yeah, I, I I cannot read that text. Um, you know that's funny though. Is is that a lot of we can go here. I'm gonna go here. Um, oh, a lot of stories came out. You know, blame the dead guy after Meyer left about multiple reasons why he left. Sure. You know, so, you know, there might be more bad blood in town. I didn't know the story about him not giving a million dollars to the charity that he had pledged to, if that's true. I have not seen that but story. But I believe either. almost everything comes out of Ali Peak's mouth. So, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, there's a lot of bad blood there up in Gainesville, and it's a small town. It is. It is. It's a small town, and the guard there, those bull gators, that oh, old guard is ooh, old. They've arr. been there, and they like being in control. Yeah. And by the way, their control runs deep, and it's why Dan yeah. Dan Mullen is now the head coach of the yeah. University of Florida. Because they liked him. They liked Dan Mullen, exactly. Uh, and now one of Urban Meyer, he was the offensive coordinator yeah. there during those two titles. Played well in the sandbox. He did. And said a lot of the right things when after Urban, Urban Meyer left. left. Yes. Yes. yes, he did. Yes, yes. he did. Um, <laughs> he knew where his bread was buttered. Well, no, it's not that. It's it's networking, baby. When you're in, <laughs> when you're in Dan Mullen's situation and you're a, you're an offensive coordinator, you're yeah. trying to get the head coaching job somewhere, you know you can't upset anybody. And that's exactly what Dan Mullen did. I had somebody message me last night on Twitter, and they said, hey, you know, and this happens from time to time, and... Uh, I always, you know, people ask for advice. How do I get into the radio business and and all that stuff? And and the first response is always like, stop, don't. Um, but I, jo- <laughs> joking, of course, it's a great business. Um, but that was one of the things I wrote to somebody last night. Was I said, hey, like, make sure when you meet people, be friendly, don't yeah. upset anybody. Yeah, There's yeah. no reason to make wars. That's the only with thing I do right. Yeah. It's right. That's actually right. I'm bad at everything else. I answered yes too quickly there. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, since you do that right, you're not posthumous. I'm not posthumous. You're not posthumous. Or as one of our textures has reminded me, at least it wasn't post-hummus. Post-hummus. Lines are you open. Look, actually, you look post hummus. <laughs> I, I, you been, you've I been love post- hummus. Do you? Oh, yeah. Is that, uh, time out. Is that the most, we're talking about underrated, right? Is hummus no, the most. No, 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 no. No, I got to ask. Is hummus the most underrated sports watching food there is mm, time of death of this because, show 724 no, 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 this show off. is now posthumous cuz isn't isn't kevin durant the salsa of sports food and lebron is the hummus i'm just asking Texas at two one two three two lines are open eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. I don't. I don't know. What also, you just want said. to say happy thirty sixth birthday to League of Their Own. Thirty six years ago. Thirty six years this week. Yeah. One of my five favorite baseball yeah, movies. Don't cry. I love the movie. I do. It's got Tom Hanks in it. It's got a Tom Hanks <laughs> peeing scene in it, which is just every Tom Hanks movie. He's got to have one of those. By the way, you made me investigate, but you are right. The troughs are gone. Yes. From uh, Wrigley. yeah, when they did that renovation a couple of years ago at Wrigley, uh, they were like, hey. It's not. And we had a texture late in the show that day, so I want to give props to them because it was too late to read it on. But you are right. Uh, Camping World Stadium also did have troughs they, at one point. They did, and they've gotten rid of those uh, those two. So um, did Tinker Field. Yeah. So I, I just to just to kind of 
just to kind of finish up this Sorry. conversation, you and I both think Urban Meyer eventually ends yes. up in. Time heals all But wounds. he may be dead. Uh, I always hate when they do that. Like, if you're going to put the guy in, put the guy in. Don't wait until he dies. Is, I always think it's such a Pete classless Rose look. Is Pete Rose dead? Yeah, Pete Rose will die, and then they will put him in the Hall of Fame. Okay, so let's go down the list. And, and so at, Pete Rose dead. Point, at that point, you got to throw everybody out of the Hall of Fame. Because at that point, it was just personal. It had nothing to do with... Had nothing to do with the credentials Barry or with the gambling. Um, now Barry gets in at some point. Give Barry alive? another alive. Yes, alive. He's an African American man. I understand. Barry Bonds. Life expectancy is a little shorter. Okay, easy. All right, that guy. <laughs> easy now. All right, I, big I fella. love him. I want him in now, but I'm worried about him. I'm allowed to be worried about no, him. He will be humus. He's been eating well. No, no. Barry Bonds <laughs> will be humus. Uh, I think we're like taking out a Deadpool here. On, on All right, Alex thing. Rodriguez. He's in. Living. Yes. The, the Alex Rodriguez re-imaging tour has yeah, worked to perfection. it's really good. Everyone loves Alex Rodriguez but now, see, and everyone but hates But Barry Jeter. Bonds kind of had a real short turn down there in Miami as a third base coach. No, nah, I, think, I think he gets in. He gets in. A-Rod gets in alive. Uh, the hit king, though. <laughs> the hit king will, will be Because, no. you know, the funny thing is, is what's the difference between Ty Cobb and Pete Rose is just gambling, and Ty Cobb was guilty of gambling, too, apparently. So it's like, I'm just saying. I, I understand, but a lot of this is how much did we like you? And Pete Rose was a jerk. Did Pete Rose eat a lot of hummus? Pete Rose was a jerk to all those guys. I, 844-225-5580. Speaking of baseball, uh, Tim Tebow played in a minor league all-star game. I don't want to talk about Tebow, but that minor league oh, all-star game so awesome. went to extra innings. Yeah. But they did not play extra innings. They changed no, no, the way they ended that game. I'm get, hold on, hold on. Okay. I'm a professional here. It's called a tease, all right? The way that minor league game ended, yeah. they should consider taking that to Major League Baseball. It's it so good. We'll tell you what it is and why they like should hummus. Why they should consider it in Major League Baseball. It's live, local, and loud. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's live, local, and loud. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> live, local, and loud. We're causing car injuries. We are. <laughs> Jerry's posthumous comments. <laughs> if you're stuck in traffic on I-4, Jerry may have caused it. <laughs> Texture writes in, was laughing so hard about the posthumous, I thought I was going to have to pull over. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, all right? This is this is, this is is the resources I'm given here. My my show, my show my co-host here doesn't understand. It's posthumous. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong uh, shalabble there, You know, Gerald. I do that often. Yeah, you did. <laughs> It's live, local, and loud. Uh, his name is... I was told uh, we have a new promo coming. Yeah, his name is Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. Uh, another texture writes in, Sorry, Nikki, if I would have known my hummus comment was going to lead to Jerry comparing LeBron to hummus and Katie to salsa, That's I so would have left it alone. You admitted it when we were on break. What's that? Hummus literally is the most underrated, underrated sports food. Underrated dip? Yes. Sports food? Because, all right, let me make sports this. Sports food. If nope. you and I go to Twin Peaks, okay? And we want an appetizer. What up, Twin Peaks? We really want hummus, but we're not going to order hummus. No, I will get queso. Because we don't want to be caught ordering hummus. So hummus- Is it not a masculine food enough? No, it's not. Hummus is not a masculine no, food? No, like if I go to a sports bar with the wife, then I can order hummus because I'm like, hey, honey, you want the hummus, right? Don't you like the hummus? You like the hummus, huh, honey? <laughs> You know, you know, with a little bit of feta cheese, huh? Don't you want it, honey? Sweetie, but if I'm alone with you, Sweetie, if you and I order the hummus together, you want to share a salad? It's over. Yes, it's over. Like just ch check in my man card. I'm telling you, no, it's you over. Could be right. I'm, I'm instantly Chris Crawford. You could be right. Then again, I'm the guy that 
you know another 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 food here is we're gonna go to non-masculine <laughs> foods here quickly. Uh, that's all right. After the posthumous comment, this show is officially posthumous. This show is dead. It's over. We'll try again tomorrow. No, no, no but um, I, I do want to get to that way they finish. Yes, the I want to get to that too. Um, but I have to make this comment now because I've had this feeling where you're buying something and you yeah. just look at the clerk and you're like, I'm I'm not a man. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I went out. It's the you know what. Mm-hmm. Of grocery shopping, uh, yes, Hummus. yes, and you know what fits into like that. If too? you're a guy, you don't want to walk up with. Do you know what fits into that? Soft cheese and crackers, like yes, brie? Yeah. Oh, brie, so, brie's so in that category. And you know what? I love brie cheese. Huge Twin fan. Peaks had a great brie appetizer. Remember the baked brie? I ha- a huge fan of it. Yeah, and can't order it when I get done with this show, uh, and the Kevin Sutton show, which is coming up in about thirty minutes. Uh, I will go to like Publix or something sometimes if I need to if I need to get food. Yeah, and. I went and I ended up just by by for in, just by accident, totally not an accident. I got brie crackers and there was like one other thing and I I that was it. I was checking out with just that and the clerk definitely looked at me and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have a me night. Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> Are you a man or not? It's it's the equivalent of pulling up with some pink wine. If you come up to the public register, well, yeah, you better have store, a woman with you. Yes, you have to. And I was by myself. That's and if I if I had been with my when girlfriend, my wife's and with me, it. it's the passport. That's it. She's the passport. I can get whatever the heck I, can I get want. Anything I want as yeah. long as she's with yeah. me. Yeah. If not, then you have to mix it in. I need to get if I'm going to get brie and crackers, then I better get like steak. Is that the reason why beer. you invite women to Super Bowl parties? Is because you want to order all the foods that you can't order otherwise? Uh, no, it's because you don't want them to complain you didn't spend time with them. Like oh, that, is that right? what it I is? I think that's definitely why. So, it is. what other foods do you put in that category? Uh, cheeses like that. Okay, soft cheeses. Um, hummus. Hummus is definitely on there. Um, give us a list of non-masculine foods. Two one two three two. That is two one two three two. This was not in our show. No, plan. this wasn't. But like, I'm kind of intrigued by this now. Uh, in terms of things, when I'm standing in the grocery store, I'm looking at and I'm like, I can't really. I can't just show up with that. I can't just buy that. Um. Wow, I'm I'm kind of drawing a blank. All right, right tell me about the Eastern. Yeah, uh, let's let, all right, we'll get back. Save to this. the show. We'll get back to this here. Um, I will. Let's see what I can do here. Um, so Tim Tebow played in that. It's the Eastern League, right? Yeah, yeah. The Eastern League All Star Game, A. part of Major League Baseball. Yeah, Minor League Baseball's Double A. So last night, Tim Tebow he bats ninth. He goes one for four, whatever. And the Double A Eastern League All Star Game played in Trenton, New Jersey, was tied four four at the end of nine innings. So you're thinking, all right, well, we'll go to extra innings. You'll play the 10th inning, 11th uh, inning, whatever. They did not. Rather than play extra innings, the teams entered a kind of a, a strange hitting contest. So uh, here's how it went, all right? So managers from the Eastern Division and Western Division, the two teams, the mm-hmm. East and West team. Yeah, which is, by the way, the dumbest names ever. Should, if you're going to do the Eastern Division, can't, shouldn't you do at least North and South? I'm part of the East-East. I'm part of the West East. I mean, what the freaking crap is that? Okay, before we'll get Sorry. to that, all right. But uh, each of the man- managers picked one hitter, yeah. all right, uh, to participate I can in this. See, it wasn't Tim Tebow. It was not Tim Tebow, <laughs> though. Though I'm, I imagine because it was on NBC Sports Network. Yes, the producers have been like, put Tebow in there, <laughs> Timmy. Now making the choice for the East team. <laughs> oh, it's the program director for NBC Sports Network, Tebow. <laughs> What's that? He's just cra- oh, he's T-bowing. That's what he's doing. Um, so each hitter got one. Uh, each each team got one hitter. Yeah, and yeah, here's yeah. how it went. All right, it was basically a home run competition uh-huh. at the end. Okay, each manager selects one hitter from the roster. These were the rules. You had two minutes on the clock yeah. to hit as many home runs as you could, and you got different points 
for different types upon, of hits. No, based upon the home runs. It was only home only runs. Only home runs. Yes. It was so it's only, a home run derby. Um, yes. That's, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's a, it was a hitting contest. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think you got points for non-home you runs. You did. Yes, you did. I'm sorry. When I when I watched, I watched the replay of it in the, in the broadcast. You're having a post-hummus moment. Well, I, I watched the replay of it, and the guy said, basically, you want to hit home runs, which is well, true. You but the most points. It was, it was a hitting contest. So a home run was worth 100 points. If you got a hit to left field or right field, it was worth five points. Center field was worth 10 points. And if the ball hits the batter's eye, you got the home run total, of course, because it was gone, plus 50 points. You got 150. So that's how it went. So if you went to right or left field, five points, center field, 10, home run, 100, batter's eye, 150, and they totaled it all up at the end, and the team that won that hitting contest won the whole thing. Yeah. Um. You wonder I, almost if they set up the 4-4 because they wanted to get to this home run derby. I do too because I love <laughs> I loved this. It's so great. here's what happened. So the West the West ended up uh uh the West ended up winning. Uh Will Craig had 305 points. Zach Green who's a Phillies prospect had 265 points. Um I really enjoyed this and I have fought with people about changing extra innings. Because they want to goof around with extra innings in Major League Baseball. They want to shorten up the games um, to try to shorten up the time of these games and the extra innings and stuff. And people have talked about, well, you put a runner on second base, you know, then to start off the 10th inning, there's a runner on second, the pitcher comes in and you have a chance to score more. I'd much rather they did this. Put on a spectacle. Have an event at the end of the game so people stay. Like I, what I don't want is because bullpens have guys throwing gas, you know, and and the way this works, by the way, the managers and coaches pitch to their player, but with the way that these home, the, with the way that these ex, these bullpens are set up now, everyone coming out. Rob Seitz told us yesterday, everyone coming out of the bullpen throws a hundred. Everyone yeah. throws a hundred and two. Yeah. So go ahead, put a guy at second base. We saw yesterday in the conversation we had, Major League Baseball is on pace to have the lowest average balls yeah, in play in the per 40s, game. Yeah, forties, right? Forty nine. Forty nine point yeah. eight. So go ahead, put that guy in second base. No one's going to single him in. You might be trying to somehow engineer runs for these teams. I would rather do a home run derby. Do a home run derby to end extra innings. Do that. Nine innings, tie game, we're picking sides. Yeah, but then you're giving an advantage to clubs that hit for the home run. Not a, I'm, I'm Sure. Sure, but is that not a skill that every Major League Baseball team has at least one guy on their roster? There's at least one guy in every team where you would say, okay... Go bop us a couple. And I know that there are some teams that are more offensively yeah. driven. But, you know, listen, I mean, that's that's kind of part of the game. As as Just like in, I would say, extra innings, the team with so the— So the Yankees are always going to win that Not necessarily, factor. but the team with the deeper bullpen wins these extra inning games. So you're giving them more of an advantage, Yeah, but you then not? you're using more pitches. Yeah, I guess the same amount of pitches. I, I, I would rather you did this, and I think the positives are the games are ending quicker. Pitchers are so valuable. Did you see that a team for the first time in Major League Baseball history used non-position players, pitched more innings in a game? That was than, last night, wasn't yeah. it? It was last night. More position players. Pitched I, I think that Major League Baseball should decree the Sunday before the All-Star game that it's only position players pitching. Because then you don't get this... <laughs> You don't get this, oh, well, this guy pitched on Sunday and he's not pitching in the All-Star game. Uh, that, that, being sa- that being said, I think that we've seen what these long extra inning games do to ball clubs, Major League Baseball ball clubs, 
in their schedule moving forward where they wear out all of their arms and they wear out all of their pitchers, and it just kind of ruins them, not just for that night, but for weeks. If you do something like this, you do a home run derby at the end, and I've been against this, you save that, you save time, you have an exciting event at the end of the game. People are not leaving, Jerry, in a tie game at nine, at, at, in the ninth inning. They're not leaving. They're staying for that home run derby. I can guarantee you that. I agree with that. They're not leaving. They're leaving in a tie game sometimes. Home run derbies are not great for batters. No, come on, man. Like this? Why not? There's a home run derby slouch. Ricky, Ricky. um... No, no, no. There's a curse. I know. There's a curse. Joe Madden says there's no curse. I don't think there's a curse. I don't think there's a curse. Like I think it's. I think it's overdrawn. (laughs) I think if you can. By the way, we got to talk about the Madden game tomorrow. Oh, okay. Because the numbers came out yesterday, and you brought up the Leonard Fournette thing. But apparently, Fournette's like this year, like the whole league is upset. Yeah, I know. And I said to Scott, <laughs> I get it. I said to Scott, if they had a if they had a talk radio host Madden game, I don't know why anyone would play that. And the ratings came out. I don't care where that rating was. I would have a problem with it. <laughs> I would. Lines are open eight four four two two five 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 eight zero. Victoria wants to tell us it's okay to order hummus. Oh man. <laughs> Hi, Victoria. Hi, if y'all came through my line ordering that, I probably would suggest something else, but the wine and brie, I'd probably follow you home. <laughs> Love it, Victoria. Leave off the hummus, honey. <laughs> no hummus. No, no hummus. hummus. She says no hummus, huh? <laughs> Thanks for the call, Victoria. Uh, I, I'll tell you. Um, no, I, We have I, now two women listeners. We do. We have Miss B and Victoria. We have two women listeners. How about that? We're adding them up. <laughs> this is a thing. So one, that makes 16 listeners? One, it's I think anomaly. 16 listeners Two, now. it's a thing. Three, it's a trend. That's what it is. 844-225-5580. We have a streak. Five, five, we have eight, a streak. Uh, Texas 21232. Uh, non-basculant foods. Uh, that, she uh, said Brie was okay. She said Brie was okay. Yeah. Leave off the and hummus. She sounds though. like she knows who she's talking about. She said about. leave off the hummus. I can't leave off the hummus. It's delicious. I'm telling you, hummus is the number one underrated sports eating food. We finish off this uh, post-humus show coming up next. This is ESPN 580 Orlando's Live, Local, and Loud. Hey, welcome back. It's Live, Local, and Loud here on ESPN 580 with Jerry Daniels. I'm Nikki Football. Thanks for hanging out and enjoying our strange grocery talk tonight. I'm literally leaving here to go get hummus. Are you? Yeah. Because you and I both live near a great little Greek place, so we're going to have to we head do. over there. Yeah, we do. Uh, I will usually hit that place up after work. They're open just late enough for me, actually. That, that's why. Yes, that's that's why. I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's good, too, but... I'm moving in like two weeks, three weeks. Can I ask you, <gasps> you this? You are? I am. I'm moving, yeah. I'm I'm meeting with the uh, with the apartment complex Monday, signing the paperwork, and I've you've got been a, in like Section 8 housing for like a year. Oh, man. <laughs> I hate the place so much. But I love where I it's located. You. That's I what, know, remember I told did. you, I said, I said I, you're going to hate the place, I, I, but you're going to love where it's yes, located. Yes, and that's exactly what's happened to me. <laughs> I, and I'm only, I'm not moving far. I'm moving just far enough for yeah, it to be. I'm you moving are literally blocks from blocks. the best dessert in yes, town. I am. I the live, best I'm, Bloody yeah. Mary in town. I live right on the best Orange cinnamon Avenue, yeah. roll. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And the best hummus. No, you're right. Uh, you are, you're definitely right. Um, <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember where I was going to go oh, with this I'm year. Sorry. sorry. I'm well, sorry. I got we got a text here that kind of uh, kind of distracted me. Um. So, but yeah, I'm moving. And here's my here's my question for you because I'm 28, yeah, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, and you're you know many things about life. And I I sometimes I've been around longer. You have not as around, long as Scott and no. his, but I'm creeping you know, up on semi, it. Semi semi long. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm 28. I've got yeah. to move. Yeah. 
Yeah. When am I too old to ask my buddies to help me move? In two exchange more years. For, two more years. I get till 30 well, in exchange for just a stupid you hit case 30. of beer or pizza. Well, you got to do the beer thing because you have a source for beer. I understand. No, they're going to get beer. <laughs> I get they're going to get beer. Um, No, you're still there. You got one more year. I have one more year. Yeah. So when I'm 30. Yes. When you're 30, it's over. What happens then? Then you got to pay movers. I have to pay movers yeah. I, or, or do it myself. So make the move now. I move every year. Now, there's a cool thing that happens in your 40s. What's that? Your friend's kids are old enough- To help you. To pay them beer and pizza. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, judging of course, by only my, the friends who have kids over 21. Judging by my but, friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> Jeez. I said, I said- only No, no, well, no. Good cover. That was a good cover. It was almost real bad. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to ask you about this story, okay? So uh, we talked a moment about- Oh, oh plug the cooler thing, too. Yes. Uh, speaking of beer, yeah, okay, sorry, and sorry. to keep your beer cold, uh, we are going to be giving away an Arctic cooler- You're horrible plugs. Tomorrow. You're good at everything else. We're going to be we're gonna be giving away an Arctic cooler tomorrow. Jerry, it takes yeah. so much energy to just control <laughs> this here, to just hold on for dear life But those this. coolers hold your temperature really cold they on do. your beer. So we're giving away a Mac Daddy- Hard, oh, uh, this is cooler, real deal, guys. One of their hard coolers. Yeah, one of the big ones. Um, I will tweet out a photo of them tonight, actually. I don't know how we got this still. I don't either. We love our friends over at Arctic Coolers, yeah, yeah, ArcticCoolers.com. Yeah. We're going to give away one of them tomorrow during the Yingling Six Pack. So make sure that you're listening at yeah. the top of the show, 6 o'clock. It'll keep your hummus ice Be cold. Be there, all right? 6 o'clock, we're going to give away a keyword for an Arctic Cooler, and the winner will just have to come on down, yeah. bring a car big enough to load this thing in, because it's no joke, all yeah, right? Yeah, it's big. But it's a one of the, the hard shell Arctic Cooler uh, coolers. And that your keeps soft your ice, one kept keep, everything cold. Yeah, keeps the ice cold for up to 10 days uh, for the, the hard ones, the soft ones, yeah. five days. I brought it with me on vacation. I had the soft 30-can cooler, and it was like the highlight of the vacation. We had two things. We had a waterproof speaker yeah. and that cooler, and everyone just went nuts over that cooler. Uh, and I told and them all- yingling. Yes, but I mean, I told them all, go to articcoolers.com, R-T-I-C-C-O-O-L-E-R-S.com, and also they're doing a uh, great deal right now on off. their drinkware, 20% cheap. off. They are. I'm supposed to say cheap. They're already a great deal. They're a great deal already. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, Arctic Coolers, overbuilt, not overpriced. Uh, thank you to our friends over at Arctic Coolers. All right, I want to get to this story um, about Cristiano Ronaldo. Ronaldo, we don't talk a ton of soccer on this uh, show, and this is actually yeah, not soccer maybe. related. But um, did you see this? So Cristiano Ronaldo, he signed with, is it Juventus? Juventus. Juventus. Okay, Juventus. See? For I got my soccer teams down. For $130 million is what he signed, basically, $130 million. Mm, no, that's... No. All right. Well, I mean, there's incentives in there. Okay, but I'm just going to go. You can make up to 264, I think. All right, which would make this even worse. But <laughs> fiat workers, yeah, are striking. Okay. Over this deal, in anger that he is being paid that. Well, because much they're money. factories in the same town. Exactly. It's in Turin. So around 30 percent of fiat is owned by the uh, Agnelli family. Yes. Which also owns Juventus. Yes. And so, Dodge and Chrysler. Yes. And, and the fiat workers Maserati. are planning a strike over outrage for them signing Cristiano Ronaldo for this amount of money, for this much money, because they felt like that money could have been invested more into fiat. Quote here. Which is pulling out of the U.S. From the union says the owner should invest in car models that guarantee the future of thousands of people rather than enriching only one. Yeah. Can you imagine if this happened here in the United States? I think it's. I think it's. I. I think it's something they should have the right to do. They have the They're right. They're a union, right? Sure. So they, they have, have the right to do it. Dude, 
they're make the, the they they it's are a lot of money. It is dude. a it is a lot He's of money. He's making more than the highest paid NFL player and the highest paid NBA player added together. I get it. It's a false assumption though. And the false assumption from this striking union is that that $130 million, as it stands right now, whatever, whatever the amount is, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah. that it was going to be invested in Fiat, Chrysler, whatever. I agree with that. That money They're was just never going to them. trying to make a point. I get it. But that money was never going to them. This, I, this, is, this is akin to, let's see. It's uh, an investment in Serie A is what this is. Is it? Because when I was a kid, the, the biggest soccer league in the world was Serie A. And it was Serie A into the 80s. Um, and then all of a sudden, the Premier League, which was a joke, and um, Bundesliga, no one ever thought of these other leagues, all of a sudden started to become to get the attention. But when I was a kid, Serie A was the league that everybody wanted to go play for. Can I, can I ask you this? What's the goal of this strike then? Because they're to not, bring attention to the plight of the fiat When workers. does it end, though? Because a strike has a beginning, demands terms, and an end. They're going to get something out of it. They're going to get something out of it. So the strike will begin at 10 p.m. on Sunday. will continue until 6 p.m. the following Tuesday. The manufacturing will move to China. So they're just they're, yeah they're just gonna <laughs> they're just gonna take an extra. This is just to get an extra day off. This is what they want to take an extra yeah, day off. I mean I, I I'm you know in a last life I was union steward in the stage building. Oh union. now I get where I'm. All right. No, no what I'm just I saying it. I you know I was in the movie and film and what all that mm-hmm. and stage building and all that. I get it. And um in and, a former life I was a scab. No. No, but I'm just saying. I mean, I, I respect the fact that the workers are trying to do something here. It's something that really isn't an afforded opportunity in the United States anymore. The only strong unions left now are in the arts this is or akin, in sports. This is akin to, to employees of like I'm of standing MSG. with my fellow former union This is people. akin to employees of MSG getting upset that Carmelo Anthony got $27 million That's exactly a year. what this is. It's ridiculous. All right, it's ridiculous. The false assumption here that that money was ever going to go to them. It's a false assumption. Yeah, and what I they're doing, they're, 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 show, they're grandstanding and, and, and uh, soapboxing just to try to get something, I guess, out of this company. When if it works. The com- but by the way, the company did do a good thing. You do signed you understand Ronaldo. if you and I got mad with the suits and we said we were going to strike I'd never get until mad they with the invested suits into no ESPN 580, mm-hmm. they were just going to kick us out of here. Yes, they would. They would say, hey so guys, thanks, no thanks. So if we had the leverage, we might do the same thing. I, yes, but- Our listeners would stand up and say, I want my Jerry and Nick. I don't think anyone would do that. <laughs> I think they'd say, who are these new people? Who are these new people? All right, someone else to listen to. Um- at least, though, can we understand that while they think that this hurts their business, it does bring money to those that work for Juventus and brings more jobs for those that work with Juventus. Just like LeBron the James. The guy selling an Italian icy at a Juventus it's more game money. is not making as much money but as the guy in a but manufacturing plant. LeBron term. James going from Miami guy to Cleveland opened up a ton of jobs there in Cleveland. Uh, I mean, He's tied to the LeBron James's that. jobs that he creates through Blaze Pizza, which apparently now is going to boom since uh, yeah, since uh, Papa John's is going sideways. Oh, we're not going to get into that. My goodness, <laughs> that's going to do it for us tonight here on this show. He's Jerry Daniels. I'm Nick Grunow. It's Nikki Football. Guess what? Uh, barring the suits calling us, we will be back tomorrow. It'll be like we never left here on ESPN. Post Kevin Sutton shows next. <laughs>